0: Hi, and welcome to MR Explorer, where friends Z Johnson and Christina Perkins get together on a regular basis to learn and explore different topics regarding the market research industry. Welcome to today's episode. We hope you enjoy. Hello, and welcome to MR Explorer. I'm Z Johnson, and joining me, as always, is Christina. Hello, Christina. Hello, how are you? Doing well. It's a fabulous spring day here in the Pacific Northwest, which of course means it's a little chilly and rained hard earlier today.
1: Did it actually rain hard? I didn't. I it like, did. All I do is I sit in this little space in my house and I have to close all of the blinds because if I have them open, when I have my camera on, it like does not People
0: can't work. see you. Yeah, it's you look been... like your witness protection.
1: Yeah. And so then and someone will be like, it's such a nice day. And I turn around because there are blackout curtains because of my daughter. <laughs> and like then I turn around and I'm like, oh, God, it's either like really nice or it's not nice. But <laughs> it does look pretty good outside. It's not bad. It's now.
0: Yeah. Uh, it was beautiful. And then it rained real hard. And now we're back to beautiful. And I fully expect that in the next hour while we are recording, it will go right back <laughs> to rainy.
1: It's fine. It's fine. At least I'm not like it's not the East Coast where they're all back to wearing their gigantic parkas.
0: I know. Speaking of, I was actually on a call with someone earlier today in Boston and he was indeed wearing a gigantic parka as he's walking to an office.
1: <laughs> I just, I refuse to do that at the end of March, which is, I just can't do that because I've especially, I've already packed my winter coat. <laughs> So, I mean, I'm shocked that it hasn't snowed since I packed my winter coat. Up I was going to say, that's, that's gutsy. <laughs> it was ballsy. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, very exciting. Okay, let's get started. I think um, what we wanted to talk about today is, boo boo, boo my return to work from parental leave. Very.
0: Exciting. Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Yes. So it's been almost well all of january february all of march almost three whole months i got i came back from parental leave the first week of january um okay. i feel like it's gone which is like i mean it's almost the end of q3 so yeah it's been three months and yeah. um it's it's been pretty good it's sometimes it's hard of course and but most for the most part, it's been a really positive experience for several reasons. And some of them are work related and some of them are personal. Like, OK, I'm very fortunate in that I am still from working from home. I yeah. will remain working from home for the foreseeable future. Um, and my husband took his leave. When I came back from work. So my return to work was not, oh, I'm so, I just am very, again, very, very fortunate that my return yeah. to work was not also paired with her starting daycare or childcare on the same day. Woo! Yeah. Yeah. I could not imagine what that would have done <laughs> to my brain. <laughs>
0: Oh, oh, the brain and the heart. I mean, honestly, for those parents who have had to go through that process as a, as a parent, I just, I remember the end of the first week that I went back to work and my son was like two and a half when I went back to work, um, in an office full-time at the end of the week. I remember getting to the door, my husband, um, was caring for our son at home. And so I come after work and I just started to cry. And I said, I have held it together all week. I can't do it anymore. Like, I I just, I need to cry. I need to get out the fact that I have now been away from home working and my, and that was even knowing that my child was home being taken care of by my husband. It's, it is very, very hard.
1: I I just, I can't imagine like, I understand my privilege. I do not take it for granted any day, like any day it's, it's just so great to be able to like, I'll be working or on a call and my husband will go and get my daughter's name is Noli. She'll he'll go get Noli from a nap and he'll just come into the room and like poke just her head around the, the wall where I can just like, Her and she's bright eyed and smiling from her nap, and also the privilege of having a baby that naps not today, but most days (laughs) (laughs) that's really great. So, I mean, it's just been really great to still be able to feed her and to be there and to not feel like I'm missing anything. And yeah, and just working from home where I don't have, I mean, my commute into the office. Sometimes is ninety minutes. Most of the time, an hour one way, and so yep. not have to add in two hours to two to three a hours a day. Yeah. Of yeah, not being there and not working is yeah. just. Um, it has made this transition back to work just so much better. Um I bet. easier and. Then I mean I don't have anything to compare it to, sure. Other than you know friends and stories that you hear. That yeah. I know I know that I'm in such a different position than so many other moms have been in. Yeah. And so many moms, even at this, you know, I I'm also like part of part of. My team at my work is just the most incredible, the broader team and my immediate team. Like they are gracious and they are patient and they are flexible and they love seeing Noli's face on the screens and they like her and they, they love her. I mean, not as much as we do, but like they definitely really like her, which is so for, and babies in general and, yeah. And they're so just like parent positive. Yep. Yeah. That even before, even with that positivity and the flexibility and the graciousness and everything that I feel, that would have been totally different pre COVID. Because we still yes. would have been in the office, like with such flexibility and amazingness, we still would have been in the office every day. Yeah. So, I mean, there is just so much both within my control, out of my control and what I am being given every day from my team that it's just. Some days it is very hard, it is very hard to like hear her cry when she's upset or yeah. um to know that they're going out and having, you know, my husband and her are going out and having adventures, you know, that's
0: right. Right. And you're not there to be up with them. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And that's really hard. Um, but I feel as though, you know, short of having longer maternity leave, this yeah. is a really I'm in a really, really fortunate position.
0: Let's rewind a little bit, because I know you and I had chatted before you went on parental leave. And I remember that there were worries that you had about how do I leave this, the stuff that I run yeah, while I go on parental leave, completely disengaged from work? Yeah. Who's going to take care of it? What's going to happen with my career? Which... For the, for a very long time, and it's still a very real question that so many women have when they take parental leave. Mm -hmm. Um, Just the, oh, well, I'm, I'm not going to be in the workforce for a certain amount of time. What is that going to do to my career? How am I still going to be able to advance in my career? Will I still be eligible for promotions, even though I've been gone for some time? Um, What were some of the things that you, I guess, top of mind that were on your mind when you went on leave?
1: Yeah, I mean, preparing for leave, I was super, super transparent with my manager of my worries, my concerns, um, questions that I had of like, what am I, what am I, do you do we need to do anything? Do I need to do anything while I'm out to make sure I'm up to date on what's happening? Mm. but again like my my team and my the company as a whole um which I'm sure is different based on your team, like how much they value this value of the companies right is very much like we hire you for the long term, not the short term so this time that you're going to take off like it's going to be okay we have coverage we will get coverage and it your long-term employment here will not be affected by you taking this time and being with your family like right your mental health being able to take this time and trusting that we have everything covered on the back end is more important to us for your return than us trying to keep you on a string type of situation. And okay. honestly, I just had to trust it. Like, yes, I I managed a tracker and a measurement program. Yeah. And on the other side, I supported a fair number of stakeholders in a lot of ad hoc work. And yeah. so I, I documented a ton. Like my documentation that I left It was like a workbook into Christina's life with links, links to recordings, links to teams, channels, links to specific documents, PO numbers, even if they were already closed. Like, and that's the thing is projects that are already closed. They sometimes you have follow-ups. Sometimes you need to know where they came from. Sometimes you need to go back and look at historical information. The amount that I documented was excessive. <laughs> <laughs> but I have heard since returning that that made their lives like the the folks that were covering and some transitions that happened while I was out, which there were many transitions that happened while I sure. was out. Um it made their lives so much easier because of how clear I was and and yeah, so I think it was it was really scary but also, yeah. again, fortunate, I got to take two weeks of leave before I had Noli, okay. which allowed me to really, and they very much encourage it. They're like, take the two weeks because you need to have work out of your system before you get slapped with a baby. Like literally, probably. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You need yeah. to take it. We very much like encourage you to take this time. And I did. And I'm so fortunate and glad that I did. Like I was able to spend some time with my mom, I was able to spend some time, um, you know, getting the house ready. And like there were, and, and you know, there was definitely I wasn't super busy, but it was nice to just relax and not turn on my computer every day or not have to sit and watch everything like it gave me some space. Yeah. I also like if <laughs> I also turned off all of my notifications and uninstalled my teams and my Outlook app from my phone. Yep. Like yep. I just, I couldn't do it. Like I couldn't look at it. Um, yeah. Did I cheat a little bit and look at my email several times while I was gone? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. <laughs> um but I like I didn't stress out about it too much. Other than like there were some transition emails that included me, <laughs> yeah, which were fine. But seeing yeah. those, I was like, well, I guess I'll talk to someone about that in a few months. Like that's why, <laughs> like, what. <am> like <laughs> what am I gonna do about it now? Like there's nothing I can do about it. Like I'm already gone. So which goes to show you that when you make your documentation paperwork, you never know whose hands it's gonna end up in. So again, make it as clear as possible.
0: That is very true. And I think that goes for, it's not just for people who might have parental leave sometime in their future. I think, honestly, that is something that can apply to many situations, right? We never know where life is going to take us, what's going to happen. And for programs that are continuing,
1: mm-hmm. it's,
0: it's better to have some kind of documentation that then when you leave, someone else can pick it up especially yeah. when it's stuff that's ongoing and not just like a point there's a huge difference I think between managing a suite of um, point in time projects yep yeah. that is always changing and managing a program a tracker just something that is ongoing mm-hmm. that needs to have some level of hey can you can someone explain to me like what decision was made around this thing and someone explain to yeah. me what Especially for on the brand side, I'm sure, working with a supplier company. Yes. Someone to know who do I contact at that supplier company? What are they already signed up to do or not do? I think there's lots of questions that perhaps if if some of our listeners are like wanting to to put some of this together for their roles. I think it's always beneficial to look at it from a standpoint of what are the things that you would want to know if you were brand new in this role? Like you had never seen it before and suddenly you're being asked to come in and, and take it over.
1: Yeah. Yep. Or even for whether it's people that might be, um, getting ready to take an extended leave, um, or even a short-term leave or, if managers that are helping their people prepare for these leaves, like yeah, I think this that would be helpful, yeah, and honest, so something else that really helped me was I mean, I was very nervous, I was yeah. really apprehensive about the whole process, uh let alone just the work part of it, but personal and all of it, in that yeah. I- I decided to be very very vulnerable and reach out to someone on the team that I didn't really have a lot of contact with and um we hadn't really talked a lot ever really about anything. Yeah. And I reached out to her and it was before I even shared my pregnancy with the team or anything. And I was like, "Okay, she was just getting back from Matt leave. and I reached out to her and I was like okay I know that you're just experiencing this and you're in the thick of it but fun news and I told her my news and I was like if you're open to it can I talk to you when I need to when I'm nervous when I am having anxiety about x y or z or anything and she was so gracious and you know just open-armed and virtually you know her whole life and And that was, I think, probably the most important thing that I did in preparing for leave and to just like think about the changes that were going to happen in my life. Like, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I don't know if she realizes what a lifeline she was to just be able to sit and talk vulnerably, not because there's only not, there's not, it's not like there's only so much, but you're comfortable talking to your manager about some things. Yeah. There are some other things that are like, okay let's actually talk about how it works in practice that you have a teammate that you can talk to, especially who's currently going through it in the COVID era. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and now we're like such good friends. And I just can't imagine, I can't imagine any of it. Like now I can text her at the very latest and I'm like, Oh my gosh, Noli is cutting all four teeth at the same time. Like This is crazy and we're going nuts. And what do I do? Yeah. 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 training like can I go and get her pick her up anyways you know whether it's work related or or parent related parent related, like it's yeah. just so helpful to have yeah. to have that sense of community with someone that I highly recommend if you feel comfortable doing so opening up and being a little bit vulnerable maybe not necessarily on a podcast but with somebody personally Mhm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, Highly recommend doing that if you can and if you feel okay doing so because you never know, like, what that relationship can turn into. And I'm just yeah. so grateful that I have that.
0: And I think for people who might be looking for something like that, um, there are, an, there's always WIRE Women in Research. Yes, I know that if you can tap into that network, it's um primarily women who work in the insights industry. Mm-hmm. Um, as well as champions and allies, and that if you can tap into your local chapter or your group, that can that could be one place that you can reach out and find, uh, start to network and start to create those connections. Um, there's also things like um, the crew. It's C R U. That is more of a coaching kind of a thing, but it's, it's all women focused and it's just there for like, they put you in these small groups. You do group group coaching once a month or however often your group is getting together, but it's also there to be kind of that network to be able to tap into and say, Hey, I have this concern. I'm going on parental leave. I, I, has someone done this before? Can you guide me through like, what questions should I ask? What things should I put in place? Mm -hmm. What should I like give me the ideas so that I can set myself up for success Mm -hmm. um, long-term when doing this? So those are just two organizations that I can think of off the top of my head that if, if you are in a, in a situation where you Don't have that network within your team or your broader organization, those might be places to reach out to and look for a network and Mm -hmm. start to establish one. And I think that that's just helpful to have regardless.
1: Yes. And I recommend reaching out to folks, whether you are someone who is giving birth or a female. Or whether you are male and you are having the chance to go on an extended leave because that is new um, in in our society. That's new for a lot of dads or people that are in that position to be able to equally split leave between two parents, whether, you know, you are two dads, two moms, however you identify. And yeah. you are being able to split leave or're not even split, but both take you, you know both take a parental leave. Yeah. I think finding somebody that that's stressful. like I can't imagine like yes, there's there's been talk forever or for a long time about you know, moms feeling nervous to take leave that it will affect your um your growth, career growth your, journey, your career growth, your career aspirations. I can't yeah. imagine what it would be like. To be working during the time where, like, you're, I mean, you're expected to take two weeks or less as the other parent, the non-birthgiving parent. Yes. And then, or even, I'd say non-birthgiving, but, like, you can adopt, you can, and whatever way that you have a child, whatever the the non-primary parent is, whoever the non-primary parent is. Yeah. And you're expected to be at work two weeks later. That now that you have maybe in your company, the opportunity to take a longer amount of leave, how apprehensive you must feel because it's been ingrained in our society that like, if you are not the primary parent or caregiver, you better be at work. Like you don't need to be at home. Like, what do you need to be doing? And to be able to, to be navigating that one, it's so great that we are getting to the place that we have to navigate it, but it's got to be so hard. So absolutely highly recommend no matter who you are finding, reaching out and talking to somebody because I don't know, it was just it changed my life. Like it changed my yeah. whole, you know, it, it changed everything for me.
0: Yeah. I love that. If you were to give, anyone right now who is looking at the potential of going on leave, who works mm-hmm. in market research, especially. And, and the reason that I focus on market research is because I think it's one of those industries where the work never ends, <laughs> if anything about market research. It, just, <laughs> it tends to evolve into more market research, if anything. Um, so what piece of advice would you give or did you receive Mm -hmm. Uh, or that you wish you had received now that you've kind of come back to work and you're re-engaged, you've re-engaged in the workplace for people who would be going on an extended leave of some variety?
1: Hmm, Mm, That's a great question. And I don't even know where to focus it on. I would say, try your hardest to actually go on your leave. Like, Try yep. to disengage as much as possible, because when you come back, it will be there waiting for you. Work will be there waiting for you. And but no matter what type of leave you're going on, you're never going to get that time back. So I think that my biggest piece of of advice, whether whether you're going on a parental leave or you're going on a sabbatical or if you need to just take some personal time off to uh, for like your mental health or to take care yeah. of any like to take care of someone that needs you whatever it is yeah try your hardest trust trust that the people who are surrounding you every day in your workplace have your back hopefully they do I hope and that's the thing like I understand that so much of what I am saying that it, it, it might not be relatable to so many people right. because right they are not in they, we are in America we are currently where we work in Washington Yep. Yeah. We have a Washington state leave parental yes. leave. Yes.
0: Yes, not every state has that in not the United States. Not every state
1: has that. And no. I work at with a company that is Again, very parent positive. Not every company is like that. I am surrounded by women, managers, team members that are like, we are like the compassion that I have received both before leave, after leave, during leave, all of the things.
0: Yeah.
1: Has been mind blowing. Yeah. That I know, I know that it is so unique. I, I totally understand that. And so, so yeah. much of what I'm going to say, one, might not be relatable because no one, they, you might not get a leave and you might have to sit there and and weigh whether or not you stay home with your, stay home or take time take a leave, whatever it is, and not get paid or yeah. get paid, but miss out on why you would need to take a leave anyways. Yeah. Or, you know, there is just so much that yep. can impact whether you are or are not able to take leave. And as much as I want to say, like, just take it. I can't, I would encourage it if you can, but yeah. I understand that there are going to be circumstances that
0: where it's just not, it's just not you possible. Just
1: can't do it. So if yeah. you are so fortunate to be able to take a leave, highly recommend that you trust the people that you're around if you can yeah and actually take your leave because you're not going to be able to get this time back
0: Um, and I would say just adding to that we need to continue as as an industry as a society to advocate for better access to Everyone to be able to take leave when they need it, when they need it, yes, how they need
1: it. And I think that this affects whether or not you've already taken a leave and you know you're not having any more bebes, or yeah. whatever you would take leave for. Again, yep. there are several reasons why you would need to take any kind of medical, take any kind of leave, yeah, or non medical leave, um, or whether you're male. Yep. Or whether you are non-binary and you don't plan on having a family or you are non-binary and you do plan on having a family. There are just so many situations where you think that maybe parental leave does not affect you. It affects you. It does. Whether or not you, um, you know, are experiencing it personally, you experience it when your colleague comes back to work, the day after they give birth and they are not functioning whether it's because they are sleep deprived or they're going through postpartum anxiety depression or rage or whether you know they are dealing with we dealt with a medical issue with noli right after she was born and i i can't like we had so many um we had lots of doctor's appointments in the four weeks my husband was able to take four weeks off right after she was born yeah. But we didn't get our like, we didn't have our really big doctor's appointments until the first week he went back to work. And I know that it killed him to yeah. not be able to be at those appointments. And it killed me to have to deal with them on my own, I have yep. to like take really good notes or record a meeting so that he could listen to it with the doctor. Right. afterwards. Right. Whatever it was like, know that whether it directly affects you or not, it does directly affect you. And yeah, yeah, I don't know, I want, I just want, I think I've acknowledged it a few times during this podcast, but like, there are so many different ways to think about a leave, whether it's, whether it's parental, or medical, or mental health, or, I mean, There are just so many different ways to think about leave, and I think that it is so important that we try to figure out, one, how everyone can have access to being able to take time for themselves, for their family, whatever that looks like, and to be as equal as we can. Like Whether, again, you're Male, female, non-binary, whether you want a family, not want a family, there will be a time where a leave, any kind of leave is something that you and your team would very much benefit. Your company, everyone would benefit from you taking. Yeah. That the amount of time that you are on leave is a minuscule amount of time compared to your entire career. Right. Just take it take it and then advocate for those who can't agreed. Yeah. I mean, I was so nervous and I sat there. Oh my God. My most naive thought <laughs> I remember telling my, my manager, I was like, so I know that our work reimburses like search. Certi- I told you this before we went on leave reimburses <laughs> like programs and certifications and classes I was so naive I was like I wonder if they'll do that while we're on leave or if you have to be like actively working and she was like maybe just don't worry about it and I got back from leave and I was like there's just no way I spent most of my time just in the dark walking rocking with ear pods in my ears like by myself, like, again, with these blackout curtains, eventually, I get her down, or we would emerge from the room. And we'd be like, Oh, my God, it's two o'clock in the afternoon. And it's so bright. Like, what are we doing? (laughs) Oh, what was I thinking? Oh, that was funny. I wonder what kind of certification I can get while I'm not working, because I'll need to work my brain somehow. What brain like it was? (laughs) (laughs) What was I thinking? But I do like how you um you know, humored me. A little bit. <laughs> Let's just see what happens. <laughs> we'll talk.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, one of those. Just stick a pin in that one for now.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll explore something that's totally new to me, like biology. No. Oh my gosh. So anyways, so here we are. 3 months back at work the transition back has been again pretty good it's been hard i'm not going to lie like trying to going from literally babbling in the face of a little 7 month old of like just trying to get her to make to combine a consonant with a vowel and then yeah. needing to jump on a call and to talk about whatever kind of methodology or like brand strategy and all of that is like a trip. It is wild. Like it's wild. Um but it's really good and you know, I there were a lot of transitions while I was out and I'm in a new area of research now yeah. that I've always wanted to do forever. Like I've wanted to be in this area of research since I started in market research. Ten years ago, something like that, nine years ago, and yeah. i it is a po- it's a possibility now it's something it's what I'm do, it's where my focus area is now, and I just absolutely love it again, I'm so fortunate that the what I research is my passion area, and I didn't know that it was gonna happen. I didn't know right, and it honestly makes it again, I'm so fortunate. It makes it a lot easier to walk away from yeah. knowing that one, I'm going to see her in 25 minutes when my, when my meeting is over and two, uh, you know, I get to do what I really like to do. Yep. Which not a lot of yep. people can say. And I get to work around people that I just really, really enjoy and I have a management team that I trust and I work in an organization that I trust and that values me as much as I value them. And yeah, yeah, that's how I feel. Wow. Thanks, Christina.
0: And that's a wrap. Thanks for listening to today's episode of MR Explorer. You can find us online at m-r-x-p-l-o-r-e-r, that's MRExplorer.com. or you can find us on Twitter and LinkedIn. Links will be in the show notes. Please like, subscribe, and we look forward to exploring more topics about market
1: research with you soon.